Hello, and welcome to episode one of the Married Not Friends podcast, the podcast where we talk about all of the things and why Douglas and I are not friends. I'm the pants, Mary Pat Ward, and with me is my husband, not my fucking friend, Douglas Dougie Ward. Say hello, Dougie. Hello, Dougie. So what are we in now? Oh, good. 30 seconds. And we've already had five minutes of fighting. Because you didn't want me to read the introduction. Because I thought it was too scripted. You thought it was too scripted? Yeah. So. <laughs> it sounds too mechanical. I literally just said, hello. Hello. Welcome. No, you said, you said, hello and welcome <laughs> to the podcast. Like, I was I like, gee, what am I listening to? Am no. I listening to a podcast no. that I clicked on? No. First of all, no. So let's, let's step back a moment. This is supposedly my podcast and you're coming along for a ride or that's what you want this whole thing to be. And then the first decision I make, you're like, no. Fair enough. No. Oh, fair enough fair now? Enough. Because we have an, an audience? It's going to be fair enough. You didn't you just... see the air quotes in audience. <laughs> audience, because you... It just made so much sense. Oh. Okay. And what are we in? Oh, less than two minutes, and Isabella's already interfering. That, it just makes all the sense in She's the like, world. She's like, guys, I want to play. <laughs> I can't to figure out how to close the door. She's like, excuse me, I have to take a shit. Close the door. Go away. <laughs> and that's parenting. There we go. <laughs> Check parenting. One of our topics. It's already done. We're so, already halfway done. So I guess we should kind of explain what... This all is? This all is. Okay. Are we going to start with our story? I like, guess. the infamous story? Why does that always be that story? No, though? no, but I mean the legend and myth. Myth? I'm, I have Mythos. a list. Myths. Myths. We've made fun of Isabella so much that now I have a lisp. Um, the, the, the myth and legend that is Dougie and Mary Pat, or... Or why this married not friends thing? Where should we go with this today? I imagine that we should start from the beginning because yeah, why I mean, not? As Stanley always said, it's always everybody's first time to something. Oh, I can't read an introduction, and you're gonna what do you have like quotes but in your back is, pocket? This is the introduction. Oh my! This God. is the introduction oh. podcast. According for the to William show. Shakespeare, he said, podcasts are the best. <laughs> he can't. You don't want me to be scripted and you're, like, quoting shit. What is happening? I can't. Okay. So what are we doing? We're doing history, and then we'll get into the Married Nut Friends. Yes. All right. Do you want to start? No. Why don't you start? And we're not going to do, like, a whole, like, drug out Point for point. No. Oh, God, no. Because most of the people that are going to be listening to this in the already beginning know. already friggin' know. Right? So, uh, <laughs> back in 1990, <laughs> that's exactly where I was going with this. Okay. So, simple enough. We'll do bullet points. What are you making a hand gesture for? Stop hitting the table. Oh, how about that? It's gonna, the new table? It's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna to hit. 
babe, it's gonna <laughs> okay bother the recording. Oh my god, oh my god! I was just gonna call you something, but we're living in a world I can't call you that. So, oh god. All right. So, how do I bullet point this? Uh, Dougie and I knew each other before, right? Yes. yes. So. I moved up here with my parents by here. It's in uh, Pennsylvania in the, <laughs> I was going to be, <laughs> I was going to be terrible and mean already. Uh, how do you describe it nicely? Do you tell people where you live in a podcast or you don't do that? Like in case they come and stalk us or something like that. I doubt people are going to stalk <laughs> They don't need to know where we live now. <laughs> <laughs> Get your friend and paper ready. Um, so we, uh, I lived, how like broad, I, we lived in New Jersey, we moved to Pennsylvania. To a shithole. Oh, okay, so you do get specific. Hey, I could Our... totally call it a shithole. All right. So, moved up, and Dougie and I were in the same fourth grade class. Can I just, no, please, no, yes, no, I have can't. to tell you. You can't. No. You can't do that. Why? Because I said so. Why? Because... I can't That's talk. That's mean. I can't talk about a thing. <laughs> Douglas is already afraid we're going to hurt people's feelings. You All know, right. who cares? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. What do I what I'm do just going to say a traumatizing event happened to me immediately when I started school. Uh, that's all... I'm just, I, that's all I'll I think say. you're even taking that way too personal. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No. When you're in fourth grade, anything that makes you different than the other kids... You came to school with a mom haircut. How does that make you different than sitting at a table in the back of a classroom? Oh, you're telling me to be quiet. And then I'm like, should I say where we live? No. Then you're like, shithole. Then I'm like, can I bring up something that happened to me? You're like, no. She didn't get to sit in a desk. She had to sit at the table. I'm not saying it was his fault. All I'm saying is that... I get into a classroom in April before the school year's all done, and two traumatizing things happened to me. One, there wasn't a desk for me, so I, <laughs> so I had to sit at a table in the back of the class. I've had to sit at a table. I didn't take it personally. I was that, W. I was always in the back. Yes, but you got to sit in a desk. Not always. Oh, my goodness. I'm not in talking... In home ec, I had to pull, like, my special... Uh, uh, <laughs> sewing machine out from underneath the thing but, because I was W, I was the last one. And so I got the scar in my hand because uh, it slammed on my hand. Okay. All right. And then the second thing is... <laughs> we're moving on. The second thing is fourth grade at the schools that we went to, there was a north and a south. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to imagine like to the outside world it sounds so... <laughs> really polarizing it does but there was let us they were north and south schools and never the two shall meet the children we didn't meet each other except what they think is a great first time meeting is putting us together in a camp for three days yeah so we the way that it worked was elementary schools were like did you go to preschools back then in that Humpty Dumpty town? <laughs> was there a preschool? I went to a preschool by my grandmother's house. It was like in the basement of a church. Gotcha. 
so I don't know. So at least, okay, we'll even say a preschool. Preschool yeah. through fourth grade okay. was at the elementary center. And we'll leave it at that because Dougie went to like a one room schoolhouse before it was like it was like before they built the, the big old elementary school. Anyway, so the elementary schools <laughs> were separate. <sighs> and the kids like we never interacted with each other. And I mean it I have to say it makes sense because the the elementary schools were like 30 miles apart. Right. Right? Yeah. Two separate ends of the lake. So anyway, to get the kids together because what happens is then we were all funneled into one middle school. Mm-hmm. And then there was one high school. Um the, the the way for bonding is to stick us in a camp <laughs> and sound right to anyone in the outside world. Does this not sound like the start of a horror movie? <laughs> to stick to elementary school, <laughs> north and camp. south. One camp, one one school leaves. Yes. So they for bonding, they stick us to you know not like a nice afternoon with some games and a lunch. They're like we're gonna go right for broke and. Have two nights, three days. Just get it in there. Just get it done. So that already sounds traumatizing. Add to the fact that I didn't even know the kids in my classroom, barely, because I had just moved up. So not (laughs) was I only going to a camp for three days with a whole bunch of people I presumably didn't know. I didn't even know the people in my class. Yeah. It was a nightmare. (laughs) And my parents thought it was great. They're like, see you later. There was never any thought about, let's think about this. Nothing at all. So they sent me in my mom haircut, you son of a bitch. You look like a 40-year-old accountant, so there. Don't be jealous. <laughs> I could buy beer when I was in fourth grade. And we, and so that was our history. Then in sixth grade, so that was fourth grade. Sixth grade, my parents go from the place we were renting. They purchased property. We got like a double Y trailer, palace. Um, and now was that considered a, a trailer? or Was it considered like a modular? No, that was literally it's a double Y trailer. Okay, that's what that was. The modulars looked a little bit different. This was the it was the width of two trailers. Right. Well, and you could tell it was when you walked in. There was literally a wooden molding. <laughs> The center that put it in half. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it at that. Okay. But it wasn't bad. For us, at least, that double wide trailer, if you will, it was brand new. So I'm not, I mean, I can't really complain. Like, it was brand new. This wasn't, you know, it mm. could have been a lot worse. My parents actually loved it. That's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> um. So when we moved there... I started riding on bus number 15. And who happened to be on that bus? Douglas. Also, we also went to Sunday school together. Yeah. Wherein my sister Kate taught us Sunday school. Along with a really nice lady, Diane Sarde. Yes. And I'm friends with her on Facebook. She's a lovely woman. So... Dougie and I had all of these moments where we were in the same space, but never friends. So fourth grade, Sunday school, bus. Then it gets crazy. 
<laughs> our best friends at the time, I had a best friend, Douglas had a best friend, they started dating. It was like seventh grade into eighth grade. It feels like it was an eternity, but it wasn't. I don't think it was a year, maybe a little over a year. It wasn't like it was forever. I just remember back then, unlike now, years took forever. Yeah. It took forever to get through a year, and now, like, years are going by, like... So fast. So fast. But then it felt like, when I think about that, if you think about the fact it was only 7th to 7th to 8th grade, it couldn't have been more than a year they were together, it felt like they were together, like, 10 years, didn't yeah, it? right. <clears throat> so our best friends dated. So then there is that other time that we shared space together. Right. Not friends, though. Right. I think it, there were a couple, like, kissing games or whatever. Do no. I even... Yes! No, we never... never kissed. Yeah. But, but yes, they tried but... to get us to kiss. Because right. I think they just figured it, this would be great. Yeah. If they got their dorky best friends to kiss they each other. They were only off by 12, 22 years. <laughs> yeah. 22 years. Boom. <laughs> so they wound up not going out for forever. In the yeah. meantime, <laughs> Dougie just went for broke and did randomly... And oh let me preface God. this with, we were never even friends. Oh, my God. Did randomly ask me out. Was that seventh grade? Yep. He did ask me out while we were on the bus. And her reply was, and since it's a podcast, I kind of have to describe it. <laughs> you ever smell a really nasty smell and you make like a uh face? Well, she made the uh face and shook her head. <laughs> and that wasn't traumatizing. Wah. Well, uh, first of all, it wasn't like we were even friends or like there had been any real pleasantries. Maybe I was nice to you that day and you're like, might as well try for it. Maybe. I was like, I, I was already struggling with socializing. <laughs> there was no way that what I called social suicide at the time, I don't think you could say that anymore, but at the time you could, I think. Was I going to take that bear on? We both were bullied. So then things happened where blah, 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 I became the bully, blah, 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 over. I, I mean, I don't think I was like your arch nemesis ever. No. I was just one of a myriad of shitty kids. Yeah. In your life. Which, I mean, if you think about it back then, and especially in the situation that we were in, it was like a pressure cooker of shitty kids. Oh my goodness. Because there was nothing to do. And it seemed like everybody's parents were shitty. I don't know if it was the water, the well water, <laughs> or the, it was like the island of shitty kids, like misfit toys, but like we all happened to be on the same bus. Yeah. <laughs> like just traumatized, right? When I think about how many kids were probably like from abusive households right. or like whatever, it was bad when you think about it. So that was that. And then. We, we we were on the bus together. We kind of got past things. So we, like, were in each other's lives, but, like, in from a distance. Right. We, right? Got, we were in different circles. Very Like, different circles of friends as we grew older. Our friends weren't dating anymore. I got, like, a whole set of different people than the townies. Yeah. You know? 
my friends like lived on the other side of the lake. I was just like, never mind these folks. I'm going right on the other side. I was I was social distancing before it was cool. I yes. didn't want to be around anybody at all. That'll ever. be another podcast about how you found this whole COVID nineteen experience the best time of your life. Yeah. That's a whole nother one. Yeah. Um so there it's weird because we've had shared experiences in the way that we weren't there on purpose together but because we went to school together it threw us together so it's weird that we didn't get together till we were adults but we have shared childhood experiences the town sunday school the same bus right yeah dating friends you know we make jokes about things like our senior trip right so that like we weren't there wasn't any part of it where it was like, oh, I'm going to go hang out with Doug on my senior trip, but there's a shared experience there. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. Right? And so that was that after we graduated high school. And then I went away. Yeah. And you went away. I went... <laughs> I, <laughs> I friggin', yeah, I went away, And we, we had really, like, that point... Those 10 years, Mm -hmm. we both completely had, like, separate experiences. Yeah. Where, in my formative years, I wasn't outgoing or anything like that. And then those next 10 years, I kind of went buck wild. You were buck wild in those formative years. And then in the next 10 years, you had to earn, 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 learn, learn some responsibilities. Yeah. (laughs) Because... (laughs) oh right so um i became a mom by the time i I was 21 when i became a mom uh i have we have a daughter um who is in high school now and you'll certainly be hearing about her because she just takes over everything anytime i find joy in something i feel like all of a sudden she'll be here with like a microphone It'll become like Izzy's podcast or something. Like married, not friends, and Izzy. And Izzy, right. Somehow, I'm hoping she's embarrassed enough that she just stays away from this. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I became a mom. So I was a little bit of a, I hate to say like party girl, because then that almost sounds like, not fancy, but like, you know, like gossip girl party. Pot- no, it was like hick, drinking in the woods. setting yourselves on fire kind of party girl and then I was like a mom and then there was going to be a 10 year high school reunion (laughs) (laughs) and and somehow or other which is so weird because I I mean I participated in stuff I don't know I always get myself involved with shit you'll hear about that too Uh, I wound up Tracking down people on Facebook, which was like 2010 Facebook, right? So that was kind of pretty new. Um, and and so Doug Douglas Ward, Dougie Ward, was on my list. So I'm like, yeah, I'm going to taunt him. <laughs> because why not? My life is so great, I'm just going to taunt him. So we started talking, right? Uh-huh. On the Facebooks. Aim. 
Well, Facebook and then, yes. AOL and Yeah, AOL. Then we started talking on AIM. (laughs) How many people hooked up from AIM? Yeah. That was like pre-Tinder days, right? (laughs) You up? (laughs) Oh, remember, all right, I have to say, remember like, just like the perfect quote from a music lyric as your away message? A movie quote? Were you like Fight Club movie quote like I that? I don't remember. It was usually BRB. You didn't do like the whole thing. No. Oh, mine was. Or like, like mine was literal. Like whatever I was doing was the reason why I wasn't at my computer. <laughs> gotcha. Out for food. Yes. Taking a nap. <laughs> and that was pretty much the only two I had. Be right. Be right back. Was usually when I was using the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna. Ah. So I'm just gonna leave that alone. Nah. Ah, um, no, I was always like, you know, I'm a quote person. Yeah, of course. Like, like, how cool could I, how like pre hipster, like how hipstery could I be in that moment? Like my MySpace one. Oh my, God. MySpace, aim all of those things. It was like, oh my playground. Right. Let me make it as hipster as possible. Um. Where the hell were we? Oh, so then we started talking. Yes. Yeah. And and we were like, oh, wow, we're human beings. Yep. You know, we can talk. You've... And and pre, pre us actually getting into conversations and actually talking, I remember looking at your, your photos and being like, oh, my God, she's a mother. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people felt that. For a long time. <laughs> Holy crap, she's a mom? Is that is that kid alright? <laughs> and she is, kind of. Um, yeah. So all of that happened. And then we started talking, right? And You paid me one compliment. And I was like, this is weird. Like, you've never been like... What, did I say you were cute or something? Yeah. They said something along the lines of, you got cute or something like that. Well, you did But get what cute. a difference a beard makes. <laughs> Which is, in that compliment, a shitty thing. Like, yeah. th- there we go. That's mean enough. The nutshell. fact that your face is covered, I kind of like you better now. <laughs> but you say the same thing. Why is it mean? Because I say it. You say the same thing. I'm allowed. It's me. What? I'm allowed to put myself down. <laughs> I'm just saying it's we said the same thing, but like I mean when I say it. I keep doing air quotes, whatever. So yeah. And then oh there was a good part. We're like interested in each other. The phone number thing. What is happening, Douglas? Random we have to phone. put a do not disturb on the recording. I'll just turn off the cellular service. <laughs> First of all, when do you get phone calls? Exactly. Nobody calls me. I it's, know. It's probably that number where I pick up and they're speaking in Japanese. And I'm like, whoa, oh, I don't whoa, know whoa. I saying. was going to say it's like one of those, I keep getting things about a warranty for my car. And I'm like, clearly you don't know me. Because you should see what I'm driving right now. <laughs> oh, there's no warranty on this car, let me tell <laughs> the you. The old battle X. Yes, Betsy. Um, so Douglas pulled this, so when Dougie talks about how he went and, like, his life changed or whatever and he became, oh, like, God. a new person, really? I have dubbed that Bethlehem Doug. Uh, 
What? It's just fun. Like, I, I've termed that Bethlehem Doug. So in one of Bethlehem Doug's moves, because he, like, got moves when he became Bethlehem Doug, I gave you my phone number, right? Yes. And I thought immediately because that I would this start is texting you. Texting me in the next second, like, hey there, or like something. Nothing. I remember I was at work yeah. and I was like waiting for the text message. I knew it wasn't going to be a phone call because that was like already starting to be weird where you didn't like, yeah, you talk know, to people on the phone. talk to people on the phone. But even, even before we like actually initially met up. Mm-hmm. We still never talked on the phone. No. That would have been weird, right? Yeah. Think about that. That would have been weird. Um, yeah, life is cheap, right? <clears throat> like in that kind of, That's Right. But he didn't. He did a Bethlehem Doug move, which was like, <laughs> keep me waiting before he texted. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Do you remember on? the line? The line that I used when you came back to instant message? No. I feel like we've talked about this, but I don't remember. Because <laughs> you said something about like... Oh, I gave you my number and you didn't use it. I was like, <laughs> I was like, how many times during your meeting did you look at your phone? Oh, that's right. That's what I'm saying. Bethlehem Doug all of a sudden had a voice and was like saying things and had the like moves or whatever. Spoiler um, alert: she fell for it. Yes, I did. Oh my goodness. So we wound. <laughs> so we wound up meeting up. And he got to meet Is, which is a funny... We could get in... Like, that's a funny little story one day. Maybe when we do, like, an Is-centric kind of episode. Um, But she was something else during that whole according, if you will. Because that's what we did. We courted. For a while. For a while. And then even when we got... We knew that we were going to be serious or serious. It wasn't like, you know... That white trash move where, like, single moms do. And that's okay. I can say that because I was a single mom. It's allowed. Uh, like, where you're, like, immediately, like, moving in with somebody. We waited a while. It was right. pretty grown up. Yeah. I think we went through some things, like, relationship stuff-wise. But, like, we did it, you know, in, like, the right way. And I think that stuff that we went through. There's, everybody always asks, like, how do you know somebody's the one and I think if you're willing to go through all the minutia that you go through in past relationships, but you're willing to stick it out for the person you're with, that's how I think you know that they're the one. That you're willing yeah. to, to really fight all those demons and all those problems. And then and the thing was that when we first started talking, we were letting like all the cats out of the bag. Like yeah. everything personal about you. I let everything personal about me. So we went into a relationship already knowing everybody, like all, all of our skeletons in our closet. So that right. kind of made things awkward to a point. Yeah. I think it made it awkward. Well, I think when we first started talking, we didn't think we were going to date. Right. That, uh, no, I, I don't think no. we thought that. I don't think you thought that. Like I wasn't like, no. Oh, he's trying to hook up. I didn't feel that at all. Mm hmm. And then it got to a point where I where I think there was an interest. But it wasn't like right off the bat. It was just like talking to somebody. It's kind of like that thing where like you've been through a war with someone. Like so it's weird because there was all of this time that we weren't together. But we still have like what I was saying was those like shared experiences or whatever. I think that's kind of weird because we go back to that. Right. There's always that basis for that. 
you didn't have to explain to me those kind of things. Or like when, you know, the, that time where like you're getting to know somebody and they're like, when I was a kid, like you didn't have to get into that. I mean, we got into some of the family things, things we didn't know about each other, but, but like that childhood stuff, it was like, there was no faking that. I couldn't have been like, oh yeah, I was cool in high school. Like you knew that I wasn't right. So that's, that's an interesting thing. We were already laid bare, if you will. In some aspects. You didn't have to learn. I mean, I already had a sense of who you were, like, back then. Right. And even in the very few conversations we had in the beginning, I realized that you weren't that person anymore, that you were a lot more laid back and... What? I wasn't laid back? No. (laughs) You were wound up like a clock. Yeah. You were experiencing, like, very adult things being very young and it was hard for you to deal with that and try to be a teenager. But I also have like arrested development at the same oh, yeah. time. Yeah. So for how much I had to because grow of, up because of all those things. Yeah. So you'll learn that about me if you continue on this journey with us. <laughs> that like <clears throat> the things that I'm into or whatever, I had to grow up so fast that like now that like my life has leveled out, I've just like like <laughs> I just rolled back. Yeah. Like I'm experiencing like fan fiction and like falling in love with boy bands. <laughs> like that's the kind of shit that I'm into now. Yeah. And then also doing it like in a very adult grown up job, which is like it's I think that's what makes it our story. I don't want to say like different than other people because that sounds fucking bougie as hell or or bra- like braggarty. But like I think there's something interesting about our dynamic. Yeah. That people might want to listen. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Maybe no one will, but maybe this will be for us, right? Maybe. Maybe it's just, this is that therapy or like whatever that shit. Except I don't want to like talk to other people. <laughs> right? Like that's the whole like, oh God, no, thank you. Because then every time like you meet like those marriage counselors or whatever, you find out they're weird as hell and they've got like their own demons to slay and you're like why are you giving me advice and they're going to therapy themselves i don't know that's weird to me (laughs) so fast forward we oh (laughs) fyi we got married along the way uh we waited that's that other thing we didn't like jump into that almost 10 years yeah and then, and we got to go on this amazing trip. We'll mm-hmm. talk about that at a, that's like its, I think its own thing. That would be fun. Don't you? Yeah. <clears throat> I think our families would even like that because like we, I mean, as much as we've talked about some aspects, we never kind of laid it out. Right. That might be fun to do. Nice little thing to do. And so here we are. So this whole <laughs> married, not friends thing. Let's dive into that a little bit. Look, we're already at like. 30 minutes. 30 minutes. We were saying we wanted to go at least 30 minutes. Yeah. And and kind of see how it plays out. Um, hmm. So married, not friends. All right. I'm just going to put it out there. So Dougie thinks I could possibly alienate people with the following statements. But we'll, we'll put a, what do you, uh, what is it? A disclaimer? Yeah. It, this is not judging. This is just opinion. Opinion. I honestly, this is not judging. Yeah. I, cause I, I really want that to be like, that's like, I, I don't want people to think I'm judgy pants, but right. there is, <laughs> take it as you will. But I, for me, it really isn't judging. I think it's weird. 
when married people say that they're also their best friends. I know I'm probably coming off as like, they're like, oh, listen to her. Like, I just think it's weird. I have my own friends. I have my circle of friends. Like, I don't know. Douglas is not my friend. That No, that's no, 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 no. I love him. I've chosen to spend my life with him. We've done the ceremony part to it. We're raising a child. But no, I have my own friends. Like, I don't, you're not my best friend. Like, no, no, it's suspicious. That's what that is. As suspicious <laughs> as what? What do I say it's as suspicious as? Um, you got me. As when there's a husband and wife that share a Facebook oh, profile. Yes. Suspicious. Yeah. We know what that means. I saw a meme or something where, <laughs> where it was like, if you see two people sharing a Facebook page, someone got in trouble or whatever. And it just really hit home to me. It's suspicious. Best friend, suspicious, sharing a <laughs> Facebook profile. Suspicious. How do you feel about it, Douglas? You're my best friend. I 